0: Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Today we've got a crazy story of entitled neighbor children destroying a kid's stuff, and then those entitled parents being upset that they put a stop to it. But first, entitled child trespasses, demands dinner, and attempts to steal ours. One evening, my family and I were enjoying a peaceful dinner on the back porch. When we heard the sound of our garden gates lock being opened, we could make out the silhouette of one Francis, speed walking up to the back of our house, followed slowly by Nanny. He sped up to our table before we had the chance to say anything, and inquires, what are you eating? My parents were somewhat in shock, and considering they were a couple of wine glasses down, found his sudden presence quite amusing. My dad said, we're just having a roast, Francis. How are you? Francis says, I'm hungry. My dad says, well, your nanny's over there. What would you like her to make you? Francis eyes the plate of pork sausages beside our roast chicken. Francis says, I want sausages, and then goes to greedily snatch our plate. But my dad blocks him and luckily says, Francis, these are pork sausages. Francis was a Muslim, as such, was not able to have pork on religious grounds. Francis takes a moment to process this information, before quickly adding, Beef sausages then, staring at us expectantly as if we were to go fetch him some, even going as far as to wave his hands at us after an awkward silent few seconds. My dad said, I'm sorry Francis, we don't have beef sausages. Francis says, Crap. And with that, like a specter in the night, he disappeared as quickly as he appeared, back into the night, trailed by his nanny. So I guess Francis was like a neighborhood kid coming over. I'm just wondering, is their nanny taking proper care of them? Are their parents providing for them? Why would they go and sneak into a neighbor's house and ask to have their dinner? Especially if you have a nanny, can that nanny not do their job? Also, hi, I'm Steven. And if you love feeling your hatred for these entitled parents, why not hit that subscribe button down below. That said, our next story is My Mom, the Internet Sleuth. I, 39 year old female, have always had a difficult relationship with my parents. I've had periods of no contact with them. In 2019, my mom ended up in an ICU and almost died. She's had major medical issues since then and will continue to have them. I've been doing my best to be a part of their life since 2019. We live within driving distance, but it's a couple of hours away. Mostly I email my dad and talk to my mom on the phone once a week. About two weeks ago, my mom got upset with me for not giving her more details about my family's activities. I was driving and talking to her, and she started asking for details about a 50k my husband was running. Here's the thing, I honestly didn't have the details. I knew the race was coming up, but he and I made plans to sit down and discuss the details after his packet pickup. He's active duty in the military and he works long hours. We have two teen girls. I love my husband and kids so much and do everything I can to keep the household running smoothly and keep track of everything. But I have health issues, and I do my best but I can only handle so much at once, hence the give me the 50k details when I need them. Until then, good luck with your training. Anyway, my mom felt that I lied to her about not knowing the 50k details. She went online and looked up the race and threw it in my face that she could find the information and what kind of a wife doesn't know what race her husband's running in? She wanted me to know that she could figure out what the race was, where it was, look at the course maps, etc. even though she had no intention of being at the race to cheer him on. She does this kind of stuff a lot. She uses the internet to get information if she feels like I'm not giving her all the information she wants. She'll look up the kids' school calendars, search for information on any company I work for, research the kids' schools, etc. She'll do it because she says she wants information to make conversation and that she feels irrelevant in her life. I told her I was uncomfortable with the internet searches and intrusion and asked her to stop. I told her if she wants to make conversation, then she should just talk to us and respect us if there are things people don't want to share. She says there's nothing wrong with what she's doing. She and my dad say that anything they do is out of love and to view it negatively is unfair to them. She got mad at me and had my dad email me. Without ever talking to me from my side of the story, he sends me an email saying that I'm ungrateful for all she did as a mom and that I lied to her for no reason. After I called my sister, hysterically crying about how I can't take the drama and blaming anymore, My mom's now saying that I didn't lie, but that my dad did nothing wrong. She says I need to stop right-fighting with them for an apology. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. For free shipping and 365 day returns. The whole thing is exhausting and it's a repeated pattern with them. I've asked them for time and space to get over this. They say that my mom's going to die someday and is in poor health and I'm a jerk for not just moving on. Personally, I think there's some emotional manipulation going on here. Trying to push things on you and making things harder for you. And then turning around and saying, well I'm in bad health, how come you can't just accept everything I'm doing? Why do we have to fight, also take all of my crap and give none back? Our next story is, my sister is a sociopath with a narcissistic personality disorder, and here's why. My 2 years younger sister, 30 years old, let's call her Karen for obvious reasons, is a sociopath with a narcissistic personality disorder. Basically that should be enough to say, but let me explain anyways. She has a wonderful son who has Asperger's like I do for that we have kind of a special relationship as I know what he goes through and me being able to explain stuff better to him as I know where his lack of understanding is. I don't wanna go into more detail here as the story's getting long enough anyways, She was never interested in her son despite us, me or the rest of my fam, showing interest in him, then she would turn jealous. If someone of us would say something, like anything, to my nephew, she would immediately jump in to tell him not to listen to us, bad persons. She always used him against us and often forbid him to see us or even contact us if we did something she didn't like. Not about my nephew, more like her being a freaking moron, trying to dictate us about who we speak to and do stuff with, etc. If one of us was consistent with him, what she never was despite of it being in her favor, she would tell them that your uncle, grandpa, grandma, dad, etc. is a bad person. You should listen to me, your mother. I'm the only one who loves you. All the others just want bad things for you. She made all of our lives a freaking heck, which is probably needless to mention. My nephew was allowed to eat sweets, like, the whole freaking day when he was young. Like, until he was 11. For that, he had way too much energy. But the lazy narcissist my sister was, she didn't blame it on her giving the kids sweets all day, and no normal food if he didn't want to but on him having ADHS. So she went to one child doc after another until she found one who would immediately pull out his recipes block to give her a medicinet for him. This stuff is exactly the same like Ritalin. It's basically freaking speed. I begged on her to not give that to him as I already lost some friends to amphetamine and I didn't want to lose my nephew as well to this ugly drug. The end of it was my nephew being heavily depressive. Who would have guessed it? and even literally sitting on the roof of their building thinking of ending things at age 9. I found that later on, but you'll see. And guys, this ain't even the tip of the iceberg. It's an ice cube on top of the tip of the iceberg. My nephew just turned 13 this summer, and he's very reflective. I hope that's the right English word. So he finally figured out what his mother is and what she did to him. That was the point of no return for me, as I didn't keep silence about her anymore, which I did to this point because I didn't want to manipulate him like his mother did his whole life. I told him that he was right about her, and that we would always help him. My cousin was getting married this month, and as I'm a chef, and my fam's more on the chilled fam-feast side, I offer to make some salads and stuff. My nephew wants to become a chef as well, as he loves cooking, and I'm something like a father to him, so he wants to be like me. Because of that I asked him if he would come to the wedding and if he wanted to help me on making the salads, so he would learn how to do it, and he loved the idea. The problem was, my cousin didn't want younger kids at his wedding, as the wedding was kind of last minute due to personal reasons so they had to keep it a bit smaller. But he told me later on that my nephew for sure would have been welcome, as he's very mature for being 13. My sister threw a heck of a tantrum at me when she called me telling me how dare I talk to her son and ask him to come to the wedding, which I didn't even do, I just asked if he would come or not. Then she told me that I wasn't allowed to show him how to do salads. Well, that's not the first time it happened, but this time it was way more serious. And forbid him to see and contact me, and when she found out that he didn't care about this, by spying on him with cameras built up for that purpose, she told him he was betraying him. When I found out, I just told her in a text to not speak to me at the wedding, and then I blocked her because I finally wanted to get her out of my life. Actually, she didn't attempt to go to the wedding knowing that she just screwed things up. Even my mother wasn't allowed to contact my poor nephew anymore at this point. Everyone in the closer family circle was against her, and I guess she did know that she won't be able to manipulate the rest of our family at the wedding, as my aunts already did know everything. My nephew finally decided to go to child support agency and told them everything. After that meeting, he was finally brave enough to tell his crappy mother that he would move to his dad and that he had had enough of her BS. I'm so extremely proud of him that he found the courage to finally stand his ground against her. My ex-brother-in-law, so his dad, and him are now buying new stuff for his new bedroom. And we're all so happy that this brave little boy is finally free of his awful mother the child support lady told us that his dad will have full custody of him as him being over 12 years old means he has the right to decide if his mother can see him or not my sister did so many bad things to me prior to my nephew's birth as you can probably imagine so i'm glad i have her after 30 exhausting years finally out of my and all of my fam's lives My nephew can go on in life and I'll enjoy so much watching him grow to the nice, charming and caring man he will become. I'm so happy and relieved by this that I'm actually bursting into tears writing this down. It just felt so good sharing this. Now I don't know if OP is necessarily correct in diagnosing whatever is going on here as far as whatever disorders might be at play here, but it doesn't take a genius to recognize that the mom was doing some awful, controlling, narcissistic things. And wherever it was that the story took place, I'm glad that they have steps in place where a kid at 13 years old has enough say that if they don't want to see a parent, they don't have to. Doesn't always work out that way in the States. Our next story is, you would have moved if your car was normal, Hello friends, last Friday was Veteran's Day, hug your nearest available veteran, three day weekend, woo, shame about Monday rolling around again, sadly my Veteran's Day was blighted with a Karen encounter. On that day I went to the gym at the time I usually do, which evidently was a mistake, as I didn't even make it in the door before getting yelled at by a wild Karen with a sense of entitlement that boggles the mind, I pulled into the parking lot to find the place absolutely overrun which while sometimes annoying is usually fine i just get in and get out except on friday i couldn't even get into the place cleanly i'm in the parking lot doing the slow patrol path trying to locate a parking spot that doesn't require a trip on a monorail to get to and from the place when i find a boy of about eight years old wandering in the driving part of the parking lot looking down at a mobile device of some sort He's just slowly zigzagging towards the building, evidently oblivious of my electric vehicle or anything other than what he's staring at. It was cute for the first minute, then I got bored. And aboard me is a mischievous me. I rolled my windows down and hit the hotkey for my in-car whoopee cushion, because of course that's what I added to my hotbar. While the car's rolling, you can't use exterior speakers anymore. And I have my volume levels set to reasonable human levels. I may be immature, but I do enjoy my sense of hearing, so the boy didn't get blasted by a sonic barrage, just a very clearly heard recording of someone ripping butt. The kid jumps up, does a 180, and then the waterworks start, and he skitters off to find whichever parent or guardian let him wander in traffic in the first place. I chuckled to myself because, again, I never claimed I was an adult, I just happened to look like one. I locate a parking spot successfully already mostly forgetting the encounter with the boy. Shame it didn't last. There was a very irate mom with a still sniffling little boy waiting for me at the doors of the gym. Only one way in, sadly. Mom was fired up, furious at me for startling her precious angel. What do you mean he was meandering through traffic? If you drove a car that was normal, he'd have known you were there and moved. Of course he would have heard you. He wasn't that out of it your car is too silent you can't blame him for not knowing you were there he wasn't walking in traffic i gave up on logic and reason at that point and told her to have a great day in the fakest and most insincere tone i could muster and held the door open for her gesturing for her to go first she gave me a sneer and used the other set of doors then ruined what little impact the sneer had when she had to run back and grab her child's arm because he was once again completely engrossed in whatever the handheld thing was. My suspicions about this woman being a known quantity were confirmed when the girl who scans passes cut the woman a look and rolled her eyes. As much as it sucks, I think this is one of those situations where you just mostly shut down and say okay, alright, okay and hope that the Karen gives up and finally leaves, just cause it ends faster and is way less stressful than trying to have some back and forth with a person who's just not operating on that level of conversation. This next story is a lie that's going to be held over my head forever. For context, me and my boyfriend met at our job and kind of kept it a secret for the longest time. We'd been together for about six months and both wanted out of the state that we were living in at the time. We decided on a place in Florida that we both wanted to live in about 8 hours from where we were living at the time. He was living with a roommate and I was still living at home, but was ready to get out because of the current family situation and I had no sense of freedom at 24. I didn't tell my family about him, this was my mistake, since they're always judgmental about people I bring home and never have anything good to say, even if they're good people. They say it's a parent's instinct, but it's with everyone. They act like it's their choice. So we ended up moving together and everything was perfect for the time being. Then my mom decided to come down with my sister and she didn't know I was living with the guy. I honestly kept him hidden in a hotel the days that my family were down there so I kept keeping it a secret because I knew they were going to make it a big deal about it being too soon. Well something happened at the apartment complex the night my family was there. The people in the apartment above us had a fight all night long, so there was yelling and screaming and things hitting the floor. My mom wanted to leave in the middle of the night because she was so afraid. So the next night she and my sister went to stay in a hotel, telling me that I needed to leave based on that one experience the night before, saying that it wasn't a good situation or area that I was living in. Well, the next day we went to the beach, shopped and everything was fine until we decided to go back to my apartment and the cops were there. Apparently right next door was a registered offender living right next door that they were going in to get. How was I to know? That was the breaking point for my mom, so she wanted me out of there. I told her I was staying, the lease was signed, the first month paid for, and we'd literally only been there not even a week. She was pissed I wanted to stay said I belonged to the psych ward. She wanted to stay in a hotel again that night. The next morning, she went behind my back and went to the office to ask if there was anything to do for me to get out of the lease. That's when the admin told her someone else was on it, and that was a crap show. At this point, my dad and aunt were calling me on the phone, crying and begging for me to leave and come back home. Me and my boyfriend talked it out, and decided to pay even more money to get out of the lease, since they were making such a big deal about it. We thought maybe it was too soon, and we would go back home so it would make it better, get on good terms, and try again. It absolutely did not get better. I got home and had to hear of how bad of a person I was for lying, and just trying to move away from family. My mom also has things with holding grudges, like forever. My parents said things like, How can you say he loves you when he didn't even try to steer you clear of your misdirection? They said he's using me. They said I just went down there to screw around. And basically just don't think it's right to move out with someone until you're married. I tell them couples do that all the time. It's a normal thing. And they say, well, that doesn't make it right. My mom wanted to talk to him and tell him what a crappy person he was in her eyes. And how he drained my savings and took advantage because he made me move which is absolutely not true he tried to talk to her and my mom got mad and walked away because she thought he was lecturing her because he had an answer and something intelligent to say every time she tried to put him down because he doesn't take that crap she also said he's tearing this family apart and thinks that he's an absolute thief, with nothing to back up her theory except for the fact that I paid for the U-Haul to come back home, which most of his stuff was in. It's very annoying and sad that they can say such negative things based off of a mistake and not even know the person, and it kind of hurts both of our feelings. I stand up for him and get called an idiot by my family because I don't see how bad of a person he is. All in all, I want completely different things than my family wants for me and it makes them think that I've changed or I'm a different person now because of it. I just want to be happy and I'm trying and still going out with my boyfriend and live a fun adventurous life. They're still holding the past situation over my head because he's still around. I can honestly say that they hate him and they think this is all his fault. My mom even went to extremes telling me that she can't even get me any gift cards, like for holidays or whatever, cause I'll use them with him and she'll never give me a dime of her money, and if we decide to get married, we'll have to figure it out on our own. I'm just torn because I care about my family and want their opinion in a way, but they're telling me what to do and what they think is wrong for me. They think they're helping, but it's taking a big toll on my boyfriend and I's relationship. Because when we go off and have a great day together, I come home and get the silent treatment and it just sucks. I don't think I deserve to be treated like that. I know I did everything wrong at first and I'm trying to fix the situation and heal the family, but I just don't think that's going to happen no matter what. If I break up with him, like my mom wants, or don't break up with him, that's not going to help anything. If I move or don't move it won't help either, it's a lose-lose situation. I know my family's very hurt, and I understand that, but I feel like in any tough situation or wrongdoing, your parents should help lift you back up and support you. Not take jabs and make side remarks trying to bring up the past due to spite. Growing up is all about making mistakes and finding the right and wrong along the way, and they don't understand that. They think I'm just going with the flow, as they say, and they hate it. I can tell Opie has a very big heart. The problem, I have here is, the problem I have here is the way they're treating OP isn't really like the way you would treat family or the way you should treat family. I just think they're not doing anything in any amount of a respectful way. Even if you were to say that OP WAS making mistakes, they're not trying to frame this in any way that even remotely sounds respectful. To say that you're wrong, that you're screwing around, that I'm not giving you any money, that's not what family does our next story is entitled child destroys my property and threatens to evict me with entitled mother for context my childhood was spent growing up in dubai in a villa compound which is basically like a mini gated community of 16 odd villa homes that each have a private back garden that then converges into a large shared space with a pool a social area foliage etc now as a result of this Everyone got to know their neighbors very well due to the shared social space, and as most homes had kids, we would all play together in the pool. Now, there was a particular family with two very entitled children, who we shall call Anna and Francis, not actual names, who must have been about nine. These little turds were well known for causing trouble in the community, and generally being extremely entitled. One story that sticks out the most to me is the following, which I hope you enjoy. One afternoon, my younger brother runs into our house, having been playing in a group with some other kids, and Anna and Francis, very frustrated. He announces to me that Anna and Francis are currently in our private back garden, ripping the heads off of our flowers. I, of course, go outside to find the two gremlins, ripping apart plants and kicking our hedges in, whilst being supervised by their nanny, who spoke very little English. I said, ''What do you think you're doing?'' Anna says, screw you, we can do what we want. I say, stop that and get out of our garden. The nanny just stood there with a vacant expression on her face. So I walk up to her as the kids continue to destroy our garden. I say, excuse me, aren't you going to do something? The nanny says, no, they do what they want till dinner. I say, this is our garden. Can you make them leave, please? This time, no response besides vacant blinking. So naturally, my younger brother and I turn to the gremlins and very firmly tell them, stop and get out now and start to usher them towards the exit. This is when Anna drops some big threats. She says, my mother owns this whole compound. We own your house, jerk. They had colorful language for children their age. I said, she really doesn't. Now get out. Anna says, we own your house. We can break anything we want. We can do anything we want. We'll get you kicked out. At this point, we've pushed them out, followed meekly by their nanny and locked the garden gate. On the other side, they hurl obscenities and eventually run off to find their entitled mother. I'm told by our own mum that she had a heated conversation with the entitled mother, who in fact did not own the compound nor our house, but was very displeased that her children's fun was interrupted by my brother and I. Apparently we have no right to upset or interfere in matters involving her children and we would do well to keep our business to ourselves or the landlord would be called. Suffice to say, my mom was not having any of it and asked politely that her children don't invite themselves into our garden and don't destroy our property which was in fact grounds to involve the landlord. The entitled mother left in a huff and we didn't hear from them for a couple of weeks thankfully. But it wouldn't be long before we crossed paths with their BS again. If you enjoyed this one, I have plenty more Tales from the Compound involving entitled parents and kids. As I'm sure you've guessed, Dubai does tend to have some rather entitled people in it, although I did love my time there. I wonder why OP would say that specifically about Dubai. Is it because there's a lot of well-off people there? Is it just part of the culture? I don't know. All I know is it sounds like it would be a nightmare living next to entitled people like this who just don't understand what belongs to you and what is okay and what isn't. Obviously, that's not even the first story we heard about Anna and Francis in just this video. That said, our final story of the day is parents tell me I have no right to be upset with my childhood because I'm so much more privileged than they were when they were my age. I'm currently 16 years old, male, and my mom and stepdad are the reasons for my bad habits. When I was 15, I was on a lot of seizure medication, which would make me have bad thoughts and feel down a lot. To add on to the side effects of the medication, my stepdad would consistently just get mad at me for everything and just yell at me all of the time. My mom would always disagree with the reasons for him yelling at me. I used to feel like I could talk to my granddad about how I felt, but he would always take my stepdad's side. I have no full siblings, so I had no one to talk to about how I felt, so I just kept everything to myself. I had a journal, so I would write everything I was experiencing in there, but it turns out my mom was reading it the entire time, and she would use it against me in arguments to remind me how good I had it, and how ungrateful I am, and how I was the only reason for how I felt. I then eventually just came out and showed my mom and stepdad all of the scars I had and told them I wanted to end things. Then they finally got me the help I needed. I got therapy every two weeks and I was also taken off the medication. Today, my stepdad was venting about his childhood and how his stepdad supposedly hurt him and how his brother tried to get rid of him. I don't believe anything he was saying for a second and I walk by without saying anything, and he says to me, ''Remember the time you had the nerve to tell us that you were down, even though you had no reason to be depressed?'' Then, him and my mom started laughing about it, and I just went downstairs and cried. I had my reasons, I was on medication, and I felt like I had no one to talk to about how I was feeling. Maybe they were right, and I was just dramatic. But I did want to end it, which is why I would inflict to ease the urge to do more. I don't even know how to feel. It was like all the support I thought I had at the time was fake. Like, yes, my childhood wasn't as traumatic as my parents. But I think I still had a right to feel the way I did, right? I think 100 million percent OP's feelings were valid whether it's influenced by anything or not. There's countless people out there that are in situations where you would say, oh, they must be the happiest ever, and they would be feeling that way for reasons unknown. Not only was Opie's feelings valid, they had possible causes to lean on. A lot of people don't even know where to begin as to where those feelings come from. Opie's parents were incredibly disrespectful And I hope moving forward that OP can lean on some resources that are genuinely wanting to help him. It's not the easiest thing to do when it's your own parents, but you would hope that they can learn to try to ignore them putting down OP's feelings. I don't know, I just hope OP finds resources that are there to help him. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another crazy Entitled Parent Story, check out that video on the left